passive income? Passive income, I feel, would be like selling materials or items that you make or, or put together or manufacture yourself for a hobby, and then you sell them. It's not something that you work at. Uh, passive income is just something extra that you may or may not need. If you need it, it's not probably not passive. I think passive would be income that you use to maybe go out on a special date or a special time or or buy a special accessory for your car or a special thing for your wife or significant other. And it's not something that, that you really need or work at. All right. Good answer. We're going to discuss, okay? Hello, everybody. This is Money Sucks. I am your host, Eric Hudzik. I am on the line with my good friend, the mystic, the the mystic from the Midwest, the Oracle, the thrifty Oracle, because he knows thrift. He knows thrift better than anybody. I still say he does. And uh, we were just talking about passive income. Um, once you uh, have enough passive income, then you don't have to work another day in your life because passive income, you set it up and you leave it alone. And you got a good point. So, and you said this years ago to me, and I still believe in it. If you do something that you love, you don't work a day in your life. And I, ha- I'm finding that out more and more. I uh, can't do what I love, and I miss it. And um, I wish I could do it, rather than. Although I, I don't know. I'm kind of half and half. If I had enough money, or passive income coming in all the time, and I didn't have to do it, would I still do it? I think so. Plus, it'd be more money, so that'd be that'd be a fun thing. Passive income to me. I was thinking about this. I thought, you know what? I thought you were going to say. No, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> Although I think uh, I think we have different ideas on passive income. I really do, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, that's what I want to talk because I remember a time when you used to put money in the bank, and they would talk about um, just living off the interest. Can you can you remember a time? I want to pick your brain a little bit. I'm very curious. I got a number in my head. I'm going to see if you have it in your head. There was a time where there was a a decent amount of interest you'd get from a bank. What is the biggest number that you remember from a bank? Putting money in a savings account. Let's go anywhere. Savings account, money market. What? A, let's even say CDs. What, what's the biggest number that you remember that you said? blah, 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 bank, and you don't have to say the name of the bank, but the largest number that you ever remember. Well, I remember, and it was quite a long time ago. I don't remember what bank. I think many of them were doing it, and I can't remember with the CD and money market. I have no idea what the vehicle was that we put money in. But at the time, the banks, not any other place, although the other places may be doing it also, but the banks were giving 18% Awesome. And I believe it was on a one-year note or one-year certificate that you had to sign, and you received 18%. I put a lot of my money into that to get the 18 because just regularly we were about 6 or 7%. But when it went to 18, it just pulled me right in, and I put my money into that. It was fantastic at that time. That blows me away. I knew it would be high. I remember, I don't know what I was looking at one time, a long, long time ago, like you said, and I think I saw something at 7%. And 
And I thought, hey, that's not bad. And there was even, isn't there a rule of sevens? If you keep it in for 10 years, seven, 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 you double your money or something like that. Of course, that's that's just about, that would be, it's almost like 10%. At even, you'd be, you'd be doubling your money after 10 years. <laughs> that's really interesting. 18%. Yeah, what an amazing vehicle. If only we could find that now. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed eighteen percent. That was fantastic. Now, uh, I, I, I'm not arguing or, or debating any of this, but I thought it was eight percent. You can double your money in ten years. I guess it doesn't make a lot of difference between seven or eight, but it was. I thought it was eight eight percent. Okay. I tried it one time. I tried figuring it out, and it, and it came out, you know, awfully close to doubling your money. Yeah, I I I'm, I could be off on the number. You're you're the math guy, so I'm going to let you win on that one because I'm not sure. But I remember being kind of smaller. So if you had 18 percent, you could really do well back in the day. That was amazing. Uh, now they're down to a, po- a, a quarter of a point or whatever, less than a point. And then I'm hearing rumblings. We talked about this before that they're going to be doing very soon reverse reverse interest where you're going to pay the banks to hold on to your money, which is just crazy. And uh, I think that's why people are looking at other things, cryptos and gold and silver. And um, I uh, think that's really interesting. Uh, even now, if you don't have a uh, action in your account, they will charge you money to uh, keep your account in the bank. And I think that's so unfair because – a bank is a safe place to keep your money, and just because you don't have transactions, they should not be charging more money. Uh, getting back to the 7 or 8%, at one time I went into the bank, I got my check cashed, and I asked them just nonchalantly, do you have any $1,000 bills? And I guess this is at the time $1,000 bills were legal. And uh, the lady teller said, yes, I have $1,000 bill. Would you like it? I said, sure, I'll take it. So I took the $1,000 bill, and I had it at home, and it was really neat to look at it. And then I started thinking, hmm, in 10 years, if I had this in the bank or invested someplace, I would double it. But here at home, I only have $1,000. I'm losing $1,000 every eight years. And so I cashed my $1,000 bill back in and put it in the bank. And 10 years later, I had $2,000. Yeah, that's a smart way to go. And that's the thing right now, especially now. You kind of want to be safe. You don't know where, where everything's going. So what do you do? You put it under the mattress, um, figuratively speaking, of course. And uh, you're losing money all the time that it sits there because the value of the dollar is going down because they keep printing the dollar more and more and more. So everybody kind of knows. But what do you do? What do you do? One of the things that I saw... Uh, we're going to go new school now, is, um, uh, of course, on the, the phone. You just have your phone with you, and you can uh, get these apps, and they're kind of interesting apps. One thing that you agree on and I agree on, and I think uh, Robert Kiyosaki agrees on, I know he does because he's all about real estate, is real estate. Real estate is a great thing to have, but, I mean, you're talking about thousands upon thousands of dollars saving and then you own this thing and then you've got to turn it around and make it rentable then you got to rent it then you got to 
repair it and then you got to keep it up and then you got to insure it. It's just a crazy thing. So now with these apps, they have uh, something called Diversify Fund, Diversity Fund, sorry, Diversity Fund, and Fundrise. And what you can do is invest in real estate for as little as $500. Hmm. It's very interesting. So you don't have to have a whole lot of money. And they're the pros. They know where to put it and where not to put it. And uh, you get a dividend from that property ownership when they rent, when they sell. I'm not actually I'm not sure what they, what they do with the properties, but I thought that was really neat. And um, you can do that. Although I believe there's another one called Crowd Street. That's a little bit more on the professional side. You need at least ten thousand dollars. But what I'm saying with these apps is, back in the day, you had to be for everything. I remember looking stuff up. It was always you have to be an accredited accredited investor, and you're looking at a million dollars in the bank, you know, besides your home. And or at least two hundred thousand dollars a year uh, income, which was really tough. So these apps are really great that they do that. So definitely look into them, investigate, do your due diligence, check it out, and that might be a way to make some money on real estate without owning any real estate, which is pretty cool. All right, I do own. I do own a car. You own a car? Oh, I own two cars. All right, let's 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 get our cars rented. Uh, Turo, T U R O. It's an app where you uh, list your car and people rent your car, and I thought that was really cool, especially because a lot of people, like you said, you have two cars. Do you drive two cars at once? Uh no, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm just saying you don't need. That's the idea. One sitting there collecting dust. <laughs> and you can rent it. And you know the one that's collecting dust for me. <laughs> but I like it. But anyway, I'm actually thinking about letting people drive my Porsche. Hey, if they're going to pay me to drive it, that's not such a bad thing. And uh, I make a little extra do-re-mi. Would that be uh, extra money? Exactly. Yes, it would. It'd be extra money. It would be passive money. It'd be pretty passive. They consider that passive because all you do is basically hand over the keys. And I believe you, uh, they even have like lock boxes for these vehicles now, just like they do for real estate. So you don't have to be there. You just say, well, it's parked on this street, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead, pick it up. And you probably want to know approximately what time they're picking it up. And uh, they drive it off and then they return it and uh, you get rental income. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, let me just. Uh go to the other side of the equation and see what you think of this. Okay. What do you what do you do with your insurance? Do you get in do you get it insured, I'm sure? Well, sure, yes. Okay, is it insured as a business or is it insured as a private car? I will look on the app and find out. I'm very curious. You can borrow your car to a friend if you want or lend out your car to a friend. And mm-hmm. I don't think you have to tell the insurance company, oh, by the way, I'm lending out my car to my friend. So I think it's similar. I get what you're saying, though, but you're making money on this deal. So it's not the same as lending it to your friend, is it? Right. No, it's not. And the next thing, are you liable for any accidents or death that may occur when you're when you're renting out your car? Because you are the owner. You're the last person. You're the last holder of, of this automobile. Yeah, I'm guessing they are very similar to Uber where they have like a insurance. I hear if somebody 
messes up your car, you know, let's say they get sick in the back seat, they'll pay for the cleaning. There are different things like that. I wonder, I guess you'd have to read the fine print to find out. And I definitely would before I jumped forward on this, but um, I'm guessing they have some kind of insurance because we talked about this before too. I had a limo company for a short period of time and the live, yeah, the livery insurance was insane. I mean, the car was bad enough as it is, although you can get them kind of reasonable and uh, back in the day and all that, but right. It, and then you had to pay for a driver, but the biggest expense was that doggone library insurance, how they got around that. I don't know, but good for them. So I'm guessing the app people of this also got around it somehow. That sort of seems like a rent a rent a junk or rent a wreck. Rent a wreck. I remember that. I, I had, you yeah, could rent a wreck yeah. once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that might work out pretty good if you can make sure you get all these loose ends tied up and that you're not liable for anything. That that would make it work out good. It sounds good. I, I, I like that idea. Now, which car would you rent out? Well, I was thinking the Porsche because I think people would want to drive it. Mm-hmm. They never and, drove a Porsche. And then I think you can get more money for that Porsche. I was thinking the same one. thing. I was Because I was looking at the cars. I thought for sure everybody's going to do their special car and see all these cool cars. And to be honest... They were kind of normal cars. I'm like, eh, whatever. But yeah, if you put it on the exchange, I think you could do. I'm sorry, on the uh, app, I think I could do pretty well. So I'm, I'm curious on that. So I'm going to look into that and find out. Speaking of finding out things, this was really cool. This idea for passive income, own own the royalty of stuff. They have a royalty exchange app. Hmm. Right? I never heard of that one. I know. And I thought, how cool would that be? You own the song. Well, of course, you can't own Happy Birthday because that's, what is that called? Where nobody owns it. It's like not eminent domain, but it's uh, something like that. But if you could own, I don't know, what's a, what's a good song? Something that they use a lot on the, on, oh, uh, hmm, I don't know. Some really cool song. Anyway, you can own the royalties on it. Of course, you got to pay for those royalties. And, and then I guess the royalties would now come to you. So why would somebody sell it if they're getting royalties? That's really interesting. I want to look into that. I'm going to look into that royalty exchange because that would be just cool to say, I own the song ABC from the Jackson 5. <laughs> well, maybe you just own part of the royalty, like part of the apartment building or, you know. And then yeah. The person. Yeah, that that would make sense that way. I, like you said, I don't see someone selling their their royalties if they're making money on it. That that is a great idea. Everybody gets a par, part of the profits. It's almost like a stock market. You own stock in this royalty into this song. Mm-hmm. But it would be so cool that that's going to be something I'm going to look into. And I'm curious on what royalties, what you can buy, what kind of royalties you can get, and then uh, just to own something that would be so cool. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. Explain to me what royalties on a song actually is. Um, some movie people have a uh, part where they need this song that would just be perfect, and you happen to own that song. They would pay you royalties to use that song in that movie. So they would pay you money so that they can sing or perform that song. Exactly. Or just play the recording of the song from the original artist. So this is where some of the karaoke people got in trouble when they were playing the songs and using their songs. Right. They didn't have uh, rights. They didn't have the royalty rights, and they just went and did it. And it got so big 
the money people said, hey, wait a second, you can't do that. Who Who is it that uh, bought the royalties for Happy Birthday? Oh, that's, remember? that's what I was saying. I, I don't think anybody can. I think that's public domain. So someone, Somebody did? No, I, yeah, someone. I think it was one of the... Uh, and it was one of the Beatles that bought the royalties to Happy Birthday. And they were talking about that many, many times on television. Oh, we can't sing Happy Birthday to you because someone has the royalties to it. <laughs> Happy Birthday. Uh, uh, that's it. That's all we can say because we can only use like a second or two. I think you can use a second or two of it without getting in trouble, but that's about it. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. All right, another one. We're going to give another passive income, which is semi-passive, but we kind of talked about this a little bit, and I'm going to tell you right now. The name of the place is Etsy. The app is Etsy, E-T-S-Y. And at Etsy, you can sell your wares, your very cool cool crate, your very cool um, crafty thing, and I believe you can get on this app and, and sell your sell your wares. Hmm. Is that sort of like eBay? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Or offer up. Or what was another one? There was another one. Yeah, offer up. Let it go. Let go. There was an app let called go, Let Go. Right, yeah, Let right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think I have that one on my phone. We sold some uh, items through there. We bought some items also. It works pretty good. Oh, speaking of uh, uh, passive income, income for you, I thought this was so cool. Um, there is an app. I didn't think I got the name or maybe I did anyway, where you uh, rent out old baby gear for you, it would be perfect to, you know, go to these garage sales, pick up the stuff that they're looking for on this app. You could probably scroll up and down and see what people are looking for, get that stuff from these garage sales and then rent it out to people. Hmm. That's interesting. Isn't it? I thought so. I thought of you. I know they had an app where you could rent out toys. You get new toys every month. They would send them to you, and you send the old toys back because so many kids get the toys, and then they don't play with them after a while. Uh, I remember that one. That, that was a neat one, I thought. That is a neat one. So we're going to look into that just for fun. And I think I think something along those lines, and I'm not sure this is the same place, but there's an app called Fat Llama, Fat Llama, and that's where you rent out personal items. And I thought of you with your with your uh, lawnmower and stuff. And uh, I don't know if you have stuff laying around. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Farm equipment or whatever it might be, uh, you can rent out uh, personal items with Fat Llama. So that was an interesting app as well. Well, I was just going to say we have to look into a lot of different items and, and apps. That sounds interesting. Yeah, there, there, there is a pre- <laughs> You know, we're living at a good. <laughs> we're living at a good time. <laughs> it's a, it's an inside joke, everybody. But <laughs> we're living at a okay. good time. You know. Well, well, yeah. Here's one you're going to have to cut out. We're, we're, <laughs> I'm going to die at a good time. <laughs> oh no, that's staying in there. No, you no, gotta no. Cut I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Uh, I got well, it anyway. I, I don't care. You can leave it in or cut it out. But I, <laughs> I just, I just told that to someone the other day, and they, they didn't know what to say. I'm lucky. I'm going to die at a good time. <laughs>
<laughs> before things get worse. Yes, sir. One of the most amazing ones that, because I, I looked at all these things to do as a side hustle. So something that you're qualified for, you know, creating websites, working something on the computer here and there. And I'm just looking and none of this stuff made, made sense. Now this stuff all kind of makes sense. Um, I can give money so somebody can, can invest in real estate for me. I can, uh, give them my car because I have a car. I could probably look up royalties. I could probably figure that out. I definitely could rent out personal items, which is kind of interesting. Um, old baby gear. I can do the same thing as I told you. I can go to garage sales and pick that stuff up or ask people if they have anything. Like if I knew people that were, their kids were getting older or their grandkids were getting older and I'd get that. Etsy is a little bit more complicated, but maybe, but this one's kind of fun and it's, it's something that kind of makes sense. And, oh man, once again, for you and for me, I think we both can do this and it's really easy. It's, it's house sitting and you can hmm. just, you know, people have big money in their houses and they want them watched and you could be a house sitter and make some bucks. My neighbor's daughter does that for a living. She does house sitting, and she does very well, and she gets in into the upper price homes like you're talking about. Awesome. And she uh, house sits the house, and sometimes the dog. She loves animals also. So she house sits the house. She house sits the dog, or she dog sits the dog, and she does very well with it. That is really cool. And then you get this uh, access to these beautiful homes. Access granted. And you normally wouldn't be able to, and you get paid for it. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful that, that, thing. That sounds like a great idea. In fact, hmm, I'm going to really think that one out. I will tell you the app when I figure it out, and I will let you know what what it is, because I'm, I'm curious about that, too, because out here, people going back and forth, I would love that. And then out here... There's there's those big homes and I can definitely mm-hmm. sit I can definitely sit on a house in a house. Well, well, <laughs> I'm thinking for a retired person they would buy a little mobile home or something small for the time that they're not house sitting and then well in their regular life or normal times they would go out and house sit in different homes and so they would need a big home for themselves and big taxes and et cetera et cetera. That would be a great idea. Yeah, it would. Huh. Interesting. I like it. Why don't we start a house-sitting business for other people? We would hire people to house-sit, and then we get a cut of the money. You know why? And I'll tell you why. Because it's the same thing that we dealt with. I dealt with it for 30 years. You dealt with it for 30 years. It's you have to depend on people. And, Mm. you know, one person messes something up and goes in the refrigerator and whatever, you know what I'm saying, makes a mess and then your reputation is shot. So that's why I wouldn't want to do it. And the liability having a party. So many kids have parties now and that would be really bad. Exactly. Oh, well. Oh, well. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Money Sucks. I'm Eric Hudzik, your host on the line with my good friend, the Thrifty Oracle from in the Midwest, Osho. Want to thank Terry Finnegan for this great music, and want to wish everybody make some passive income and 
avoid those money sucks, right? Right. I'm all for it. 